0: Hi there. My name is Carlos Lozano from Persephone and you're listening to Sonic Perspectives.
1: better than my Catalan.
0: <laughs> we could try. We could try in Catalan if you want.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, sometimes my Spanish isn't that good. <laughs> I, I first heard you guys during the Prog Power announcement video in 2017. It blew my mind. I immediately went out and I bought Afma. I became an instant fan. And and like honestly, even if Paul Masvidal hadn't guessed it on that album, I would have walked away thinking that Persephone was Cynic's spiritual successor.
0: <laughs> That's a huge thing. First things first, thank you very much. Saying that about Cynic and us, for us, Cynic is, you know, like one of the, they were like ahead of their times. And, and Paul is not only an amazing musician, but an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. So just the relationship we can have with him because of the album and, and, and that people can not relate Persephone with, with Paul and Cynic make us very, very happy and very humble.
1: You guys have become known for dealing with uh, Eastern mysticism uh, in your lyrics, but you only started doing that a few albums in. Uh, what led you guys to start uh, writing
0: about that sort of thing? So, um, when we wrote uh, the third album uh, called Shinken, we we started, we did the whole album based on the Japanese culture, like Samurais and Eastern philosophy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because some of us, we are um, into martial arts and things like that so, so for some reason we we wanted to do it and what happened is that since the that philosophy was like pretty intense and positive and, and you know we felt comfortable with that and we we experienced that it's easier to sing something that you really believe in than singing things that are just I don't know like nice or or, mm-hmm. or feels cool or whatever like that or even like in, in the Corey album which is just history you know mm-hmm. so after that, some of 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 the members of the band we started with a uh, meditation, learning how to do it like properly and and all that. And then, out of some conversations, we we wanted to put spiritual migration, you know, on that on that path. Mm-hmm. And we felt really go- really good with that. And then, uh, when touring, people really appreciated the the fact that even if the music is a little bit aggressive, the lyrics were a little bit more introspective you know mm-hmm. and we continue with athma and, and we knew once we did spiritual migration we knew we wanted to to continue that path like for for from, from so from now on and and that's why we we keep doing this event with metanoia it's it's all part of the same of the same uh, decision and and belief
1: so you guys were new to the world of meditation and all of that when you wrote Spiritual Migration. That blows my mind <laughs> because that album is like for me, it's probably my favorite album of the 2010s. It's an incredible <laughs> record. It's it's the one that I have listened to the most, and I love that thing every second
0: of Thank it. Thank you very much. I mean, we 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 weren't like new on the we all had or as I as I told you, if you're in martial arts, you are. You know, you have been doing that for a while, and you are familiar with. But when I say that, it's like we really um, went to a place. Some of us to learn it like properly, and going every week, uh, really early in the morning, having one hour of of guidance to to know the way and how it should be done. So we like took it that seriously. That led to a lot of conversations and discussions within the band, like like on topics that was really really inspirational for all of us and that's why we we wanted to to keep that keep that path
1: now mm-hmm. all sound Persephone's music is so freaking complex <laughs>
0: <laughs> is
1: it easy <laughs> <laughs> how on earth do you guys manage to write such intricate detailed music that still slays okay
0: thank you again um I, I mean, you know, are you are you a musician yourself? Do you play an instrument or have a band or? Something
1: I like I I used to play guitar. Um, right. you know, then I became a parent. <laughs>
0: okay, that happened. All right, right. Yeah. So if you if you have any experience with a musical instrument, maybe you would can relate with this. If you can you remember yourself like working on something and being proud of the stuff you're doing for mm-hmm. some reason, like oh, this is kind of working. And then the next day, you feel like you are the worst person to pick up a guitar in the in the history of human time. <laughs> You 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 know the feeling? I know the feeling. Okay. It's exactly the same. I mean, when we are writing the music, Mm -hmm. we don't have that perspective at all, especially myself. I'm always all the time like, this is not good enough. This is whatever. So we are like double checking all the time, all the stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to think that uh, we said this like many, many albums ago, like we really want to make every second of of the music matter. That was like the motto, you know. Like let, let, let's try to no fillers. Like every second has to has to be on purpose. Mm-hmm. So and then we put a lot, a a lot of attention on the man on every instrument. Uh, it's a very really, like a slow process and very painful, and we argue a lot, and it's very <laughs> despicable situation to be in. <laughs> but then, we really hate. It. I mean, it's very, very, very hateful situation to do but uh it's fun because the lyrics are really uplifting and i hope they are Mm -hmm. but when we are writing the music it's like the most toxic environment possible to write music (laughs) within the band like we are all the time pushing each other like on the leaks and on the uh, everything else Uh, but in the end somehow this kind of music happens and, and we're kind, let, I don't like to say proud because as I told you, maybe I like it today and tomorrow I will hate it with a passion. Mm-hmm. But but that's the way we do it. For example, maybe one day you're working for three, four hours, very, 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 very hard, mm-hmm. very productive productive session and you end up with having 10 seconds of music. So it's very frustrating, you know?
1: <laughs> that, that actually leads into my next thought. Um, All right. I remember reading um, 20 years ago or something like that, uh, in an interview with Spiral Architect. My God. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think it was Lars who had said that it would take them as long as three to four months to write one song.
0: Yeah, could happen. I mean, sometimes, you, yeah, it, it definitely. It's very complicated because if you think on the music, on we think on the music like layer, layers, you know, mm-hmm. like different layers, mm-hmm. and then maybe you can have the fundament of the song Kind of written a little bit, you know, one kind of an idea, but then when you have to revisit everything for the, you know, production and and, and uh, overlaps and then you put something, you quit something, then the vocals, vocals is another instrument for us as well. It that takes a lot of time, definitely. So I I feel that, but that band is so amazing. I have to say, it's Architect, my man.
1: Oh yeah, oh man, I'm so glad I got to see them. <laughs> oh man. Um. <laughs> it was mind blowing. It Very was almost good. as mind blowing as this band called Persephone. That I think you oh, matter. Yeah, no, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. They, are, they are freaking legends, man.
1: <laughs> now, um, my uh, the, the the CD that I have of Athma has an instrumental cut of a uh, of Prison Skins, and oh yes, I remember that. And I I played that for a friend who has a master's in music composition mm. and it blew his mind that anybody was able to write uh, vocal melodies over that that actually worked. <laughs> so so how the hell do Mark and Miguel find ways to sing over the complexity <laughs> that is your music and still make it work?
0: Uh, it's been a long time since we are studying music. We really like to study, study music a lot. Mm. I mean, every every with every album we spend a lot of time uh listening to new stuff and today new concepts and everything and it's all about counterpoint it's all about the counterpoint thing we try not always we can do it properly but we really try so when you have all the music done you pay attention if we have to make this like a vocal part then let's relax the rhythmic ideas and let's relax a little bit the guitar maybe you cannot can't notice but at least we try so yeah. if the guitars shut up for a moment that it's time for mark to, to say something if mark is is quiet then the guitars can do something so we try to respect these spaces now because we know uh, back then it was like everything going on at the same time <laughs> it was a mess but yeah and now we are trying to pay attention on that a lot but i mean there's many many things we can improve on that so yeah, maybe you have to give me the you know the the direction of your friend to ask some questions <laughs> about composition, <myself. laughs>
1: Like these past three albums of yours have been just unbelievable. Um, I've been listening to Metanoia on repeat for uh, about two weeks, and oh my god, dude, wow! <laughs> you it, it's another incredible record, and and lyrically, you guys seem to be touching on. On a person's descent into anguish and their way out of it,
0: how wrong am I? You are, you are on, you are perfectly <laughs> top with that yes. on spot. Yes, <laughs> definitely, so, it's about that.
1: So, so, so let's start with the uh, title of the album. It's it's metanoia. It's a yeah. very heavy word that has yeah. a lot of profound meanings in multiple
0: disciplines. Why did you choose that? So, I mean some of us we like philosophy and psychology and all that stuff as well um and we wanted to have a good concept so uh, it's funny because the first thing we had with the album was the cover art for the first time oh. even before anything else because yeah that, that was unexpected uh we have now bobby and philip they are younger than than the rest of the band and they mm. are very creative and and, and young you know mm. and then bobby was trying to to guide me through the you know out of the Iron Maiden covers are the best covers ever because I, I feel that way still you know <laughs> and then he was like man this is not modern and all I was like okay give me examples because I really don't know what to do with this he showed me some stuff and then he showed me this picture like an example Ah, oh, do mm-hmm. you think about this Ah, oh, this is very nice I felt in love and then we start like like imagine can you imagine having this like totem with light in the stage whatever so at some point we were like, why not try to let's buy it? Because we mm-hmm. like it so much. We did it. And then the, the artist uh, sealed the picture. And then because of that picture, you know, with, with the totem
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and, the, and the little guy standing in front of it in the cave. Mm-hmm. And then we found the, the, the word metanoia. Mm-hmm. And, and then that made sense. Because as you said, it's like a deep change within oneself, you know, through a lot of pain. And, and you know, it's a, it's a difficult thing to do. Like for a for a human being, change beliefs, imagine mm-hmm. nowadays. <laughs> that's quite as impossible. And then we had the anabasis and catabasis thing, so everything made sense. So we built up the concept and the lyrics around that that four four things, the cover and the, those three words. Really? Yeah. Huh. That was the process. That totem looks so much like an
1: eye and architecture of the eyes. Is there a connection there. Was it coincidence?
0: No, no. I mean, you're not the first one to tell me that, which is nice. We never thought on that because we had um, this e- image in our heads that that was like a portal, let's mm-hmm. say, to oh, outside okay. of somewhere. But, you know, any, everyone has the, the you know, the perspective on that. But uh, yeah, the idea was, was you know, Platon with the myth, you know, in the, the cave. So there was a little bit of that as well. <laughs> But many people have told me about the architecture of the eye. And then it's like mm-hmm. an eye. I was like, ah, oh, it makes sense as well. But I, I can't say it's proposed because I, <laughs> not, not in my case as well, uh, far I, as I know. <laughs> I did
1: notice that some of the topics discussed on the album uh, don't just deal with spiritualism. They also touch on psychology and mythology. The theme of dissent, katabasis, uh, that yeah. plays a really, really big role. Um, and I did notice late last night that it even ties into the band's
0: name. Yeah, a little bit because you know we are like a Greek uh, fanboys because we are always taking you know names and, and stuff from them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Kathabasis was like uh, the first song we did actually, and the concept was very important for us. First lyric as well, and was very important for us to set the tone. You know, it's a darker album in my opinion, even lyrically. Even when even when the the concept is very very positive, I think, but it was it was a little bit darker. We we wanted that, and I think we somehow we managed to do it.
1: So I, I went into the album blind. Uh I deliberately like did not read anything about it until I actually listened to it. And oh my god, is that is that is that, oh my god, it is it's Einar, holy shit, wow. Yes, yes,
0: oh, yeah, that was so cool.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. Now it's that I've price. stopped fanboying, yeah, I'm a leprous fan, I know, I own it. Um Oh, Me too. <laughs> why did you approach him? Like, why is INR on it? Like, besides besides him being a badass, why did you ask because him?
0: Because he Cisner Solberg, like the greatest uh, singer nowadays, let's say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but we. I don't know if you know this, but uh, when we tour a Spiritual Migration in Europe, um, mm-hmm. the the bill was was uh, with Lepros. It was oh. like a bilateral tour with Lepros, Ooh. which is my favorite Lepros album, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> good reason too. It's amazing. So we spent one month one month with them uh-huh. and we kind of we made friends with them, especially with Einstein, like the, the guitar player that was in bilateral. Nowadays mm-hmm. we are still friends and and we were blown away by them in a lot of aspects, not only on the on the artistic side, but the professionalism and everything. So we knew we wanted Einar at some point as as a you know as a guest musician on an album. And mm-hmm. we just reached to him like, hey. Do you want to do this with us? And he was open to do it, and then he did. And you know, it's it's amazing to start the. I, I think the track is very. I, I like the track, Metanoia. It's a good track, mm-hmm. but with Einar's vocals, I think that puts a lot of quality and and, and send the track to another another level. So yeah, that was a crazy thing. I'm so happy to having them him, him, him on, the, <laughs> on the on the on the song.
1: Not, did did he write his own parts?
0: He did. Uh, we had the lyrics and the, and we, we told him, do you want some kind of a uh, guidance or whatever? He was like, maybe just try, but he did whatever he, whatever mm-hmm. he wanted to So yeah, it's like his own thing. He's very creative. I mean, what, what would you say to Aynar? It's <laughs> like, do your thing, man.
1: Yeah. That, that's exactly <laughs> what I would tell him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a pleasant surprise. Um, Okay okay, so so at the at the very beginning of the record you hear the the character the protagonist Einar um talking about how you know he realizes that he needs to get his way out of a out of a bad yes. spot right and yes. and to me it sounds it sounds like the protagonist is reaching his turning point on the song Mergala.
0: yes. Definitely, okay. you are. Man, you really understand everything. Very <laughs> good, very good. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, Definitely. so
1: so I have questions about Merkaba, but I'd like to hear you talk about it first.
0: Right. Uh, so yeah, it's like the, the midpoint on the album. In, mm. in Within the concept thing, because we like to think on the, on the album as, a, let's say, a movie, a story. Let's try to, to say something with it. And then we had this song um, before that, it was leap of faith, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's instrumental okay. in mean, the title. It's self-explanatory, I think. So when Makeup came in, you have this, you have this, uh, let's say, chorus that says like, "On oh, my knees, I still believe in mm-hmm. the cruel metaphor, for that stuff. So it's all about that. You do have gone, the protagonists have gone through the, through the, the burning inside, the burning of, of, big part of what what make a person being a person like the architecture of the eye, is like which characteristics made a person a person you know yeah so the, the protagonist is like he just went there and 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 burned himself and then it's on, on his knees or her knees or whatever and you know and and but still believe that that is the right thing to do so it's like the turning point on that on, on that part of the record mm-hmm. that was the the the, the idea
1: Okay, so you brought up fire. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Jewish mysticism, but I gather that um, that the Seraphim uh, burning angels are kind of a big aspect of the Merkaba. And I was wondering if that had any relation to the, all the references to fire and burning that, that we hear on the rest of the album.
0: It's like a duality because yes, of course we knew. I mean, the word "mirkava" is like that that thing, you know. And mm-hmm. and and we wanted to have the the that represented in the song as well as well and in the album mm-hmm. because every, there's a lot of fire references in the album mm-hmm. uh, for many reasons. Like the very beginning with the "let me let me dance amid the flames" and in the end as well and some noises, you know, like SF, sound effects. Uh, yes, something burning because we even in the in the in the artwork inside there's a, like a big pile of of fire with someone in there because we we felt in love with the image of you know of the of of the fire trying let's let, let's try to say like purifying all the stuff that no longer serves the human also anabasis and catabasis and catabasis and anabasis is like a phoenix kind of thing you know like the phoenix goes away in and re is reborn again so there mm-hmm. were many 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 Things like Merkava, all of that you said, that were like related to fire. So we wanted to keep it like a like something going on through the whole record. But man, you are really yeah, you know everything <laughs> on the record. I'm so impressed.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I only know a little <laughs> bit, but as as far as I can tell, uh, Merkava is you, the first time that you guys have uh, have uh, dabbled in Jewish mysticism, and I was wondering if that was a conscious decision. You know, to put that in the middle of this album.
0: I mean, we all um in the band we avoid talking about any kind of religion for obvious reasons because uh-huh. it's something that polarizes a lot. But that doesn't mean that we don't like to to dive into every religion is possible because as I told you, we are some of us we are um into philosophy and psychology, mm-hmm. and then and then every religion has many, 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 many interesting ways to approach like big 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 deal of of, of matters mm-hmm. uh so yeah we, we're always trying to find um concepts that really inspire us and, and it doesn't matter where we find them you know it's it's not like we want to i don't know advertise anything it's like we like the concept and we really think that there's room for everything in the in persephone's music so just that's, that's that's that was the like the train of thought uh no one said uh Uh, let's not do this because of the meaning or let's do this because of the words. This really works perfectly. We like the meaning. We like the place. We like everything. Let's put it on the album. Why not?
1: I have questions about Consciousness Part 3. Holy shit, dude. What a (laughs) fucking song. Wow. Many notes. Uh, it, It might be the most engaging metal instrumental that I've heard since The Dance of
0: Eternity. Like it's it's that good. <laughs> you are you are no it's not that good I mean it's that no good <laughs> way. it is not that song is like I mean we know I'm a fan man <laughs> <laughs> not, not,
1: not, now there are a number of references to spiritual migration in that song yes. and yes. that's yes. awesome because as I mentioned earlier, that's probably my favorite record of the past ten years but
0: so, I- I'm curious now because you said you're a, you like a spiritual migration? So as a person that likes spiritual migration mm-hmm. did, did the references make you happy or not because we have this argument like people w- won't care at all In some of us they think they will be happy to listen that those riffs again on the song so how, oh, how was oh, your your reaction
1: okay okay whoever said that people wouldn't care were wrong because. It made, it put a big, stupid smile on my face when I heard that. Yes. When I heard that rhythmic pattern, when I saw the yes. title consciousness part three, when I heard those, those flying sea dragons at the very end, it all made yes. me so happy. Yes. Yes. yes, it yes. was. Okay. Yes. Okay. There have to be a lot of reasons you guys reached that far back uh, yes. in this one song. Talk to me about that.
0: All right. So yeah, not the first time that they asked me, so I have the answer and you know, When you're a musician, at least in my own experience, um, when you write an album, that album is like a picture of of your of yourself on that part of your life. Whenever you listen to those songs, you remember many things, you know, because you've been working on that, and, and you have a lot of memories. So I have to say that writing and recording Spiritual Migration wasn't like the best time of my life, let's say, and going through a lot of the personal difficulties and everything. And and even the the whole band. So when people tell me, like, it's my favorite album, it's difficult for me because I don't, I cannot even listen to it to this day. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm in the car, you know, and my my wife likes the Persephone and sometimes she, you know, some song appears and she's like, I'm sorry. And then she changes the song. And, And so... It's a pity because we like we love to play that live because it's different. You play live, you see the people enjoying it, and it's it's mm-hmm. another vibe. But in the album, those riffs, some of them ah, are difficult for us to listen, especially for me. Yeah. And so I think somehow making this consciousness part three and bringing back all that, mm-hmm. it's like a therapy, let's let's say. Because for example, in asthma, all I remember is like rainbows and you know and unicorns <laughs> and everything <laughs> was fun and, and 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 you know very light and everything. And on metanoia we are having a good time as a band because this everything is this all is, this is very very nice so it's kind of a therapy we we did it again mm-hmm. and it felt good to do that and it feels even better to know that people is enjoying being enjoying it as, as fans of the other records so I think that's the the answer at least uh, by my side
1: it, it sounds like spiritual migration was your own metanoia
0: Ah, yes 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 definitely. That was <laughs> That was very difficult, man. That was very, very difficult. But you know, it is what it is. Uh yeah. and then the, the album, for some reason, they have to remember remember me that album every day, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is what it is.
1: Now, now if um if I understand this correctly, the last few songs deal with the protagonist finally ascending out of his own personal hell. And Naba sees his own spiritual yes. migration.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's the moment. That's the moment when the protagonist, or, or the people listening, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you can feel about the lyrics. It's like going out, as we like to say. It's like crossing that portal that is in the cover, and, and as a new being, uh, hopefully better, but but new and fresh, you know, and, and without all that, all that, you know, big hurdles, leaving it all behind, and and for 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 never and never coming back to that. So that's that's like the uplifting thing. That's why the last part Anabasis part 3 mm-hmm. is a little bit more calm again. Yeah. For the people to to breathe because it's been a hell of a ride hopefully. <laughs> and it's like okay, we, we made it. We made it. And yeah, that's
1: and, it. And, and and that's something that you've done on previous albums, but like but like Anavasi's 2 um like for me is like the climax of the album. Like it all leads up to that one mortifyingly satisfying climax and when you reach that point you know it's not you know it could be more complex but it doesn't have to be it hits you perfectly and that's what matters it's that an part. incredibly yes. satisfying listen you know what part i'm talking
0: about definitely definitely i have it's beautiful when you when, when you have chills with your or your own thing but that's because you know mo singing and Merete. you know the the, the girl from Two from hell. Yes, uh, she's singing on that part as well. And when she, you know, when we heard the, the recordings, that was a different whole, a whole different level. And and it was very, very emotional to listen to it. Yeah, I think it's a good climax, and hopefully people will will enjoy it. You
1: know, I just realized uh, last night that uh, Angel Vivaldi and one of the guys from Obscura are on the album. Can you talk to me about working with those guys?
0: Yes, yes, um, both both of them legends uh, and Angel, You know, you, do you know the, the guy Angel Vivaldi? D- were you familiar with him?
1: Uh, I, I knew the name and I'd heard him before, but like I don't know his material as well as I
0: know yours. Yes, I mean it, it all starts with. Do you have the time? Or, or yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Oh hi, okay, okay, because okay, so, the, it's a funny story because we were um, recording asthma and we were recording asthma uh, every night. Uh, of the week after the daily job, uh, and we're recording in the rehearsal room mm-hmm. up to four a.m. at night, and then next day go to work and then recording again. So Jeez. we were very t- yeah. Mo and I were spending nights recording the album, and then in between, for some reason, I I I learned about Angel Vivaldi, you know, mm-hmm. and I saw this guy. Have you seen him? It's like so so handsome. You know, it's like very <laughs> handsome. And then he's a good looking dude. <laughs> it's a very good looking dude. And and also the name Angel Fucking Vivaldi is like the best name ever for a guitar player. So <laughs> I I went to the to the rehearsal room the next day and they were with Bobby and, and Mo. Hey guys, look at this dude. It's like so perfect to be true. And then. The, the joke was to put his face, it, like an, a badass picture of him, on the on the on the screen of the of the computer, you know, <laughs> paper. And then every time I played something in the mm-hmm. record, then I, I was like, "Is that okay?" And then Mo was like, "The joke was like, it is okay, but it's not as good as Angel Rivardi. You, know? <laughs> you know it, you know." So that was the joke. So nothing then happened. Then uh, we uploaded the first Living Waves clip with Paul Masvidal on it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? First comment from a guy called Angel Vivaldi official. No way. So like, yeah, we were like, First comment. It's the guy. Like, it was there. Like, oh, it's him. And there was like, I DM here, like, Angel, man. Okay, so surprised, blah, blah, blah. The guy was super nice. Mm-hmm. So then, like, I think one year, two years later, uh, we went to the US. He's uh, from New York, or he lives in New York. Mm-hmm. And we invited him to come to the show. Like, he's a celebrity. I was like, he's not coming, but why not? And man, he came. He came to the show. And I was so, so nervous about mm-hmm. it because he's a hell guitar player. You know, I was like, I don't want to play in front of this guy. But anyway, <laughs> and then I was hoping this guy to be an asshole. I really hope for that because the guy was really handsome, really mm-hmm. creative, talented, good guitar player, and best name ever. And I was a, hopefully he's an asshole. So I will feel better with myself. <laughs> But no, he was like the fucking best person ever, and also he smells very good, which yeah was the top of the, the cherry on the top. You know those, you know that people that smells very good all the time. I, really, I don't know
1: anybody that smells very good.
0: I, I know some people sometimes they they come like this guy smells very good and an angel is like that. <laughs> so yeah, I was so completely devastated because this, this guy was everything I wanted to be, and. And I just I just asked him, do you want to collaborate on the album? This album, he was so kind to say yes. And he did. And he did like for me the best guitar solo on the album anyway. But I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with that anyway. And and same thing with, with Stephen from Oscura. We've been mm-hmm. kind of friends for I, I was I'm I'm a big fan of the band, and then we we get to meet each other at a festival, and we've been trying to tour together for a while. And then I asked him to have vocals in the album. He said yes. So it was like a wish list, and everything was was checked. So what um, like with Merete, with the singer, the female singer again. Like we are so fans of his voice, and he said yes again. So everything was very very nice on this album when it came to guest appearances.
1: Man, yeah, th- <laughs> those are some great stories. Uh, thank yeah, you. For, thank you for sharing those stories. Um, no, they're
0: fun. They're fun. I mean. Uh, Yeah, that's the only thing that matters in the end, the stories, you know? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, the stories, I guess the music's kind of all right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, yes. Second place.
1: (laughs) And, like, so it's hard to tell what the situation is going to be, like, as far as touring goes. Um, I don't expect you to
0: know, but, like, is there anything planned? Sure. I mean, um, of course, we don't know.
1: And,
0: And we all have daily jobs, so it's even... Worse to the when it comes to the logistic of mm-hmm. things. And, and, and some of some of us they have kids, you know, and, and families and everything, so very difficult. But um, we had this tour with Obscura actually in like some two months ago. Mm-hmm. Of course, we we could not do it because of the COVID situation, mm-hmm. but we have postponed it to October in Europe. So hopefully that will take take place and and, and we will, will be able to do it. And also we have some offers for the US as well. Ooh. For November, but with a really nice lineup, we said yes. But again, no one wants to say anything because never, no one knows anything. So mm-hmm. we're just waiting to see if things clear up a little bit, so we can jump on some on some things. Now with that we are with Napalm Records as well, we are having more offers than ever. Yeah. So we need to, you know, we need to to choose wisely, mm-hmm. uh, but hopefully we'll be able to do it.
1: What, can you tell me about this offer for November? No, no, of course not. Oh, damn it! Because I
0: don't know (laughs) if I can, you know. Yeah, I understand. I I understand, man. Yeah,
1: if you guys do it, then yeah, uh, I'm gonna be there because I I saw you guys in Atlanta without Tony because I believe he got sick. Yeah.
0: Oh man, that was that was that was a real story with the Tony thing. He I mean he had a panic attack on our way to the airport. What? Had to come back to Andorra. We lose the flight. Man, that was crazy. Oh wow! He, he remained here. We then we had like to have the base, like prepare for the life situations, and we did in the airport. You know, then we went to Mexico and, everything, and nothing worked. Very stressful, but we managed to do it. And we missed every day him. We missed him every single day on the tour. He is like the best. You know, stories. Yeah, yeah, but, stories. But, but
1: he's okay now, right? This was a no, few years ago. Very okay. Yeah, okay. I was. Really,
0: it was very stressful to, to prepare everything and, you know, personal reasons as well. But it was mm-hmm. uh, very, very scary, you know, because we were in two cars and they called me like, Tony's having a, a, like a panic attack. And we, we went back, went to the hospital with him. He felt so bad, you know, So he, because he wanted to come, but he was unable to. We had to go, but we wanted to stay with him. Man, what a situation. But Man. anyway, it's okay. Thanks God. We miss him a lot on that tour. But it was very good. We went, managed to, to put, I think, good shows. And and yeah, another yeah. experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, you guys made the best of it. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, Carlos, I cannot thank you enough for taking out the time to uh, to talk no, to me. This has been a fantastic discussion. discussion. Thank you <laughs> for the wonderful music. I love this album.
0: Thank you for being there. This makes no sense if there's no one listening in on the other side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Pase buen día.
0: Oh, muchísimas gracias. Igualmente, gracias. Que vaya bien. Hasta luego. Nos vemos. Nos vemos.